He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Oh, it's a good day. Singing the song, and it's a good day. We're moving along, yes, it's a good day. How could anything go wrong? A good day from morning till night. Well, yes, good morning, Grand Valley. Day. Actually, as uh, one of our neighbors said as I was walking in this morning, she said to me, It's a good day for ducks. We got a pretty heavy rain coming down outside. 35, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 34 at the Highlands. 36 in Elm Grove, and 35. Here at the Watchdog Radio Network, it's going to be raining and windy, a daytime high around 51 degrees. We do have a wind advisory in effect, but Mr. Slider, that rain was coming down hot and heavy. Well, I know it was hot, but it was coming down heavy when I came in. Yeah, I don't think it was hot, but it was it was uh, certainly heavy, Howard. Uh, and again, I, I just shake my head and say it looks like we, we dodged another bullet this morning. If you're looking at four degrees, five degrees Absolutely. different, that's a ton of snow. We're roaming around 35. If we were three degrees, four degrees lower... This would be a mess out there. And even now, it feel, it isn't freezing rain, but it feels like freezing rain. You know what I mean? It's just it's that cold drops that they're hitting you. I got up around 4 this morning, and when I looked out, I could see a layer, a thin layer of ice that kind of turned into slush the more rain. But, yes, at one time, I, I bet this morning, at two, right around 2 o'clock, Howard, you really had to be careful because I think it was ice. Yeah, well, I, it and you still have to be careful because – a lot of puddling right now. It's coming down so heavy. There's a lot of puddling, on, at least on the interstate I saw. So it is a very rainy, rainy morning. Uh, it's uh, it's a heavy downpour. Uh, and again, as Bob said, we, we're lucky if the temperature dropped just a little bit. And, and, and it could. It's supposed to go up. But, you know, it goes in the morning here. We could drop down a few degrees this morning. Next thing you know, you could see some white stuff out there. And we are looking for snow showers tomorrow and most, most, of, the, most of the rest of the week mixing in with the rain. So... Uh, what's the word? Just a yucky day out there? It's pretty yucky, Howard. It is indeed yucky. 7-Eleven here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. We'll get sort of a, a better sense of all this weather stuff with Adam coming up a little bit later on. Uh, what have we got today? Pentagon reporter Tom Scateri gives us details of that strange case of the Secretary of Defense who was hospitalized, didn't tell the president. And that, that just still the whole story strikes me as really weird. Tom comes from the Pentagon and will give us more details about that. We will look at the first day of candidate filings in West Virginia. Nothing surprising. Um, a couple of folks got out early, but other than that, nobody surprised me. We'll take a look at who filed in day number one. Ohio County Delegate Sean Fluherty will give us his expectations for this week's legislative session. State Senator Mike Wolfield is joining us to discuss a child care tax credit bill that he's introducing. Plus, Mary Lou Retton speaks about her illness, a look at the latest gas prices. And Bob, did you realize, because you and I are gigantic friends of it, did you realize this week is Sopranos anniversary week? I did because I noticed, even though I don't get HBO, I get Max, but I don't get HBO, that they're running a marathon. They, I think they started, geez, Howard, I don't, don't know exactly what day they started, but they're running it from the beginning to end. So I, I, I thought, yeah, that makes sense. We're, this is the 25th anniversary of the start of the Sopranos. I believe the 10th. Today is the 9th, I think. So it I is. think Today's the 9th. <clears throat> I think, actually, it was 25 years ago tomorrow, the Sopranos first debuted, and Max is doing a bunch of stuff to uh, commemorate that, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But I've been reading a lot of uh, uh, entertainment books lately, 
and books about the creation of Friends and Seinfeld and so on and why they were successful, which got me thinking about Sopranos. I think we both agree among the best TV shows on television ever, right? It's number one in my list. Uh, certainly it, it, it contends for number one. It may very easily be number one for me. What makes it so good? The writing. Uh, it, it just was good writing. Uh, you know, and, and I think that's what it takes, Howard, to get everything lined up perfectly. It starts with the writing because you could have uh, Sir Lawrence Olivier, and if you don't give him uh, to be or not to be, then it's not going to work. It's, it, uh, you're absolutely right. You, you begin with the writing. You take a weird premise. I, I still always wonder, and I, I have a book about The Sopranos, which I have not read yet. Maybe you do a lot of this stuff, so maybe you've read it. You know, I wonder how the selling of The Sopranos went, because that was a strange show to put, even on HBO at the time, a, a story where the hero is a murdering mobster. And that's where the second thing comes in. It's very, very important, almost as important as the writing. James Gandolfini nailed the role. Yes. Where you, all those bad things, you knew about Tony. He didn't hide it, but you liked him. You, you wanted him to succeed. You, you wanted him to be safe. And I, I just think he, he just nailed it. He, he was, you could not have done a better job. And he, he was only one of several in contention, but uh, the, the job went to him. So I think you're writing, writing is first. Then comes the cast. You, you assemble a cast that can work well together. Can you picture, with a couple of exceptions, any of the characters being played by anybody else? I mean, they just were a perfect ensemble, you know? I always thought the character of uh, Silvio Dante was kind of buffoonish. And uh, when they got into the Saints of Newark, where they did acknowledge that, yes, everybody knew that he wore a toupee, that was never brought up. Right. And the more that I read, like you, those books that come out now, he was the number one choice to play Tony, Tony Soprano. Soprano. He was going to be Tony Soprano. Exactly. I mean, it was almost a done deal. It was. And I think about that. You know, think about the what what ifs. I mean, I think Sylvia, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Dante is the uh, the quintessential Silvio. I mean, perfect. In all of his foibles and toupees and everything else, quintessential second command. But can you picture him being Tony Soprano? Not at all. No. No. I mean, I think about that, and I'm sure that the actors, I'm sure the directors and the writers and producers saw something in him that I'm not seeing, but man, mistake, mistake, mistake if they had done that. But they found the perfect, oh, no, he's not going to be Tony. But you know what? I think he'd make a great Silvio. Yeah, and again, I, I probably out of all the characters, I, I never kind of uh, warmed up to him. And if you really want to feel old, Howard, uh, especially I know it's on YouTube, they'll show you all the uh, the actors and actresses that are gone now that from The Sopranos, and you would be amazed. Really? That there's a bunch. I mean, uh, Polly Walnuts just died what a couple months ago. So Jeez. I mean, they are uh, they're going. Another one that I can't imagine anybody else playing Polly Walnuts. He just killed it, too. Probably my second Quite literally. Yeah, quite he, literally he, he killed was, it. Uh, you know, he was one of those guys could make you laugh. I mean, everybody was afraid of Polly. He didn't know what he would do. I mean, just a great character. And he was a former mob guy. Yeah, it kind of fit, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, he, he when he talked about how, how the whacking went, he knew because he had been part of the mob at one point. He had done it a time or two. So I got thinking about that. What made this show so great? And it was, first of all, it was the writing and it was the acting. It was the perfect ensemble. Um, and it was somebody took a flyer uh, on a, a bizarre concept. 
Let's do a show about a, a mobster who kills people. I mean, Tony kills people on that show and who has medical uh, mental problems and goes to a, to, to a shrink and and uh, this guy will be our hero. Can you picture that that room where they the pitch is made? Well, our hero is going to be a mobster. Uh, I don't know. Um, but he's going to be a lovable mobster, and everybody will like him. I, can you picture that pitch? Well, I've heard him talk about the talking about David Chase. Uh, I've heard him talk about making the pitch. They were turned down several times, and uh, you know they kind of latched on with HBO. But yeah, they, they, he was turned down. And I'm one of those weirdos, Howard, that read the credits. So I've been a fr- uh, a fan of David Chase. Go way back to the Rockford Files. He was an executive producer, a writer when it was really, really good, and then also Northern Exposure. I, I think is I one of the most un- really. He was the executive producer, the 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 guy there, and I think Northern Exposure is one of the most underrated TV shows of so, all time. So next time we see John Corbett hanging out at ask uh, him about David Chase local bars. I got to ask him about that. Yeah. I didn't I didn't realize that. Um, that's interesting. That's that's uh, that's I did I was I was not aware of that. Anyway, if you don't have any thoughts on The Sopranos, 25 years later. Now, I, I don't know. If, were you a fan from the very beginning? I was not. I, I was, but I came a little bit late. Uh, and again, another trivia, and it was, I'll tell you how, how long ago it was. It was on VHS. A friend of mine had recorded every episode. I think there was 13 in the first, first series. Season. First season. And I, that's the very first time, Howard, I ever binge-watched. And it was awesome. And I thought, they weren't even calling it binge-watching then. We didn't know what that meant. No, no but yeah, I had all the episodes there in front of me. I could watch as many as I wanted. And it was like, man, this is freaking awesome. Leave me alone, everybody. I'm watching The Go. Sopranos. Which, of course, became my mantra, and I think yours, too. My wife still tells people today about Sunday night, 9 o'clock, when The Sopranos were on. There was nothing permitted in my house. And I don't know if you and I ever asked each other this question or not, because that's that's a great point, Howard. Is that the end of that? I mean, have, did we rush home uh, after that? I mean, that wasn't the first. I remember probably Hill Street Blues was the first show that gave me that feeling where I'm looking at the clock hoping that we still have a lot of time left. But then after The Sopranos, I can't. Mad Men, maybe? Mad you Men. and I were into Mad, Mad Men. Men. 719 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I think I think those days are over and done with. And it's because of streaming. You don't have to run home anymore. You don't. That's a great point, 25 Howard. years ago, you wanted to watch The Sopranos. You had to be in front of your TV on Sunday night. It was as simple as that. Well, I think the last time you and I got jammed up, we were together in D.C., right? It wasn't the, the premiere of Mad Men. And the hotel we were staying at didn't have A&E. And we're looking at each other. What the hell? Yes, and we were trying to, oh, where can we watch it? Because, again, in those days, and, of course, just really sounding old, but and then in those days, if you wanted to see it again, you waited till summer reruns. Yeah, I mean, it usually ran, season would end, then they would kind of run most of the shows again during this. So to answer your question, no, I don't think that will ever happen again because TV or visual watching or whatever you want to call it, is totally different. That's still in my ball game because of the ball game, sports, yes. something live. Right. I hate taping it and watching. I, 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 I've never it. ever done that. I tried, but I can't do it. I can't imagine doing that. You know, I mean, an event that has a, a firm conclusion. Do you really want to? Oh yeah, no, because somebody always lets that cat out of the bag. You know, um, I am I, Nancy and I do not watch a lot of traditional network television at all anymore. NCIS, Blue Bloods. 
um, and the Chicago shows on on Wednesday nights. But I have never watched, I shouldn't say never, but I have almost never watched one of those Chicago shows on a Wednesday night. I let them pile up on Peacock after three or four weeks when I know I can binge, all right? Then I watch them all that way. Uh, the idea of having to be right there, right there. And The Sopranos, of course, was, it, it, I won't say it was the beginning. There were other shows, at the t- as you said, Hill Street Blues and some others that you, that you really had to go and, and uh, that you, you wanted to sit down and, and watch. But uh, it was one of the first that, that you, just, you had to be there. And it's a crappy day. And if uh, what Howard and I are talking about makes no sense to you, trust us on this one. Yes. Go to Max and treat yourself and, and, and start watching The Sopranos because it's really good. It, it's, it's, it's more than good. It's, just, it, it's the best of the best. Well, hear this. you'll be happy to hear this. Oh! Starting yesterday, actually. So we now are into day number two. Max is running the Sopranos 25th anniversary collection, including 15 deleted scenes that have never been shown anywhere before. So uh, it's rainy. It's, uh, well, it's not really cold, but it's just a crappy day. I'm saying go get whatever your beverage of choice is. Get a blanket and sit at home. On Max, the Sopranos 25th anniversary collection, it begins today and it will continue for uh, all this week, I think. Five hours of behind-the-scenes features, so you get to see how they were making it. You sold me, Howard. That's what I'm going to do this afternoon. Fifteen deleted scenes that have never, ever been shown before. Got to see that. You and I have seen deleted scenes because YouTube has some of those sometimes, yes. so we, we watch those. So 15 deleted scenes that have never been seen before. Anything about any nudity, Howard? Uh, let me hang on. Let me check here. Five hours of behind-the-scenes featurette content. Um, and additionally, every season of the hit series is currently available to stream on Max. Now... At 7.22 in the morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show, you are saying to yourself, you out there in the audience, you're going, well, I'd love to watch it, but uh, I don't have that Max thing. Apparently, they are going to be showing selected, and I don't know on what channel, but they're going to be showing selected Sopranos for free on, quote, regular television. So even if you don't have Max, for the next couple of weeks, look for it. There are going to be episodes of The Sopranos, so you can you can uh, catch them. Now, Bob, I... I know you're not feeling well. You get a little little medical issue you're dealing with, and I can't see because my eyes are bad. But if we could go on one of our road trip trips, go to are, Jersey. There are a well, a we've been of, there. Couple of things going on. Max is reuniting what's left of the cast for a private family dinner in New York City. You can go and be with the cast for a dinner uh, from January 11th, Thursday. January 11th through February 4th at Danico, an Italian restaurant in New York City. They're having a special Soprano-inspired dinner with dishes made by Carmela. And uh, for one day only, they're going to have, you have to be in New York or Los Angeles, they're going to have a Satriella pop-up, you know, pop-ups, and they just, one of these restaurants come up out of nowhere. Satriales are going to be, you can go and actually go there and visit and eat and so on. Do they ever pick up? Howard, for a special, for a, a, a mini something, do they do they ever pick up where they left off, or is it over? I think it's over. You Would mean, you? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's over. Better left alone? Yeah, I mean. Uh, there's so many of them gone, just not, you know, Tony, there's just so many. You know, I mean, the story came to its conclusion if you will a lot of people still wonder about what was that conclusion <laughs> but you know the final episode was the final episode i don't think you'll ever see 
And you know, you you pay more attention to what David Chase says than I do. I think Chase has said that too. He's not going to do another one. They did the prequel, and I guess they're going to do a, they're going to do a second prequel, right? That's going to there's going to be a follow up to that. I I'm think. not sure. I think I read that somewhere. Um, and that's the way they do these things anymore. Prequels. In fact, shifting TV gears. NCIS. Are you a fan of NCIS? In the early days. Ziva. Well, they're, they're going to do a series next season called NCIS Origins. Mark Harmon will narrate it. He will not be seen it, but he'll narrate it. It's going to go back to the very beginning of him joining NCIS and walk through how how he became how he became Gibbs. Hmm. Uh, NCIS Origins. It's going to be on uh, obviously on CBS. Um, so there you go. And then uh, other things are going on that we can't take part in, like the family reunion fan screening in New York and Los Angeles. I guess we could go to New York and watch the special screening of, you know. Yeah, it's a long trip, Howard, but really showing how old we really are, you know, New Jersey. That's a couple hours away. Bada bing. Bada bing. <laughs> Want to go to the bada bing? They're going to be having some kind of special with the bada bing. <laughs> Is the Bada Bing still? I mean, it was a real place. It was. I don't think it was called that. I think they just had to change the sign. sign. Yeah, but it's right there on whatever that road is. Pretty, pretty popular highway. Anyway, if you are a Sopranos fan, and there are, it would be hard to find two bigger ones than are sitting right here in the studio. This John Bardinelli out there. He's a big yeah, time. Yeah, John, absolutely the bud stud. Uh, Sopranos twenty fifth anniversary this week. Technically, tomorrow is the actual date on which the Sopranos debuted. On HBO, and I don't think, I don't think I'm overstating the case. Television changed forever after that show came on the air and became so popular. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, because they're, they they copied. You know, then they said, "Oh, we got something here." And then I don't know. Was you a Breaking Bad? I mean, that kind of took I off. Was, I I watched Breaking Bad in the early days as it went along. I didn't I didn't stay with it. Boardwalk Empire was Boardwalk an HBO Empire show. Was a good one. You know, I guess I'm like you. I'm kind of into the into the bad guys, <laughs> I guess. But anyway, I thought uh, for those of you who care, and those of you who don't, it's too bad because I care and Bob cares. Uh, the Sopranos 25th anniversary this week. It also does make me feel a bit old, though. And again, Howard, I said this before, and this might be the last time I ever say it. One of my biggest regrets uh, when those guys were just starting out, uh, occasionally, maybe once or twice a year, they would get together up at the Mountaineer, the Mountaineer. and for $100, <laughs> you could sit with those guys and take your picture with them like yeah. you were yep. part of the crew. Yep. And my goodness, Howard, I wish I had that to do over again. You know who I bet would have done that if they didn't do that? Pine Room guys. Ah, <laughs> they, might, they might bring it in. Hell, you want to see our picture That's with Tony Soprano? Oh, no, you, you, you weren't up there? Well, we were there. We got the picture with all of those, <laughs> all of those guys. I wonder. I mentioned it. Did you watch from the beginning? I did not watch the first season at all. I didn't watch it at all. I had some good friends, including, as you mentioned, Mr. Broadnelli and some others. My friend, the late Mark Papa, who would tell me every week, "This is a great show. What a great show! You got to watch this show." Never did. Did not watch the first season. Not one second. Now, when the second season came on, I thought, "Eh, all right." And from that point forward, I was hooked. All right, little Sopranos talk here this morning on the Watchdog Morning Show, 728, 28 after the hour. Mary Lou Retton uh, talked a bit about um, her illness, and we'll talk about that and more coming up here as the morning show continues. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. 
On the Tuesday edition of the show, we'll take a look back at the national championship game for college football. Chris Lawrence from the Morning News will make an appearance, and we'll have the latest on the Steelers from Dave Bryan from Steely Depot. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out in our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at wvmetronews.com and on this Metro News station. your trip to Menards. Awesome. The Menards bag sale is back. Oh, uh, what's the bag sale? You grab a bag in store and save 15% on everything you can fit in the bag. I got a new cordless drill, LED bulbs to help with the electric bill, stocked up on toothpaste, always need batteries, and paint for the mudroom. Plus all my favorite snacks. Uh, where are you going? Menards, we're out of cleaning supplies. Hurry in. Grab a bag in store now through January 14th. Get 15% off everything you can fit in the bag. See store for complete details. I'm Deepak Huda. I am from originally India. I am director of the Structural Heart Program as well as Cardiac Cat Lab at Wheeling Hospital. Our main clinic is obviously here at Wheeling Hospital WV Medicine. We also have satellite clinics, we call it, the Upper the Highlands. Then we have clinic at the Wheeling Clinic, which is in downtown Wheeling, and Martins Ferry. And then we also have clinic at Centre as well. So we try to go where the patients are or to make it most convenient for them. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. I could make this as a soprano song. Do you really want to hurt me? <laughs> we have a little theme going today, Howard, and uh, love has nothing to do with it. Oh. Even it'll pop up occasionally. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Listen, it's important that you know if you haven't looked outside or gone outside, it is raining. It's raining hard. We are looking for a rainy day, a windy day. There is a hazardous wind advisory in effect for the upper Ohio Valley. Uh, wind gusts could be as high as 43 miles an hour during the day today. 100% chance of rain all day long. It's coming down. It is a very, uh, it's a heavy rain coming down. It's a, it's a, it's more than a light drizzle or a light shower. It's a heavy rain coming down right now. So you want to be aware of that. Uh, and we're just, as Bob and I were talking, off the air again. We are right, right at that temperature range. If this temperature would have changed, it would have dropped just a little bit this morning, we'd be in, we'd be in trouble. It's 35, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, still 34 at the Highlands, 36 in Elm Grove, and 35 here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. But if this would turn just a little bit, that heavy, heavy rain coming down would turn into snow. And I suppose higher elevations could be seeing that, I guess. I don't think this is me, Howard. We should update this because it's a positive 
kind of warm in here this morning. Are you are you chilly in there? Well, I wore a warmer sweatshirt today. So. I think they'd maybe turn the heat up a little bit. Where's that thermostat at, Howard? We got, I, if, I'm going to tell you right now if I knew where it was. <laughs> We'd have cranked it up it, long it, ago. It would have been taken care of a long time ago. Uh, 732.28 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. If I didn't mention, I will. Uh, well, it looks like snow showers will come in the rest of the week. How much? We'll find out. Adam will be by a little bit later on this morning. Just real quick, did you see? Apparently, a second airline now says they've got loose bolts on their windows. Yeah, they might want to check those out. Jeez. You know, I said yesterday, I have no fear of flying. I fly all the time when we travel. You know, I I mean, I always pray on takeoff. I'll be honest with you. Takeoff is when I have a good communication with God. Oh, Lord, let us get in the sky. But um, uh, I'm not, you know, it didn't bother me. I mean, I've flown, what, 13, 14 hours over to Saudi Arabia, 10, 12 hours to Iceland. I've been, ah. After having seen that plane this week where the the fuselage blew out, the window just blew out. The kids, think about that. This kid's T-shirt was ripped off of him. I, I, you know? Would you feel like that, Howard, if your seat was right in front of the door where you could maybe stretch out too much? <laughs> yes, exactly. So now uh, United Airlines says they found loose bolts on their flight. And now a second airline says, oh, you know what? We did a little checking. That's what that rattle is. Son of a gun. We've got some loose <laughs> bolts there, too. Loose bolts. I mean, there are things that I I understand. Oh, it was a structural. Loose bolts. I mean, I think even I would know to tighten the bolts. Don't you know? I mean, tightening the bolts seems to me to be a... Tight bolts are important. Huh? Fairly important thing you do. So, yikes. Anyways, that story continues to be followed by by ABC News. And uh, ABC is following, but we're going to get the direct report coming up in the next hour about, I still think the story of the Secretary of Defense just going into the hospital for an unexplained illness, not telling almost anybody about it, including the president. And, you know, I, I, I don't want to give, I don't want to give any support to those who talk about Biden not being a good guy. Biden doesn't seem to care. This is the, the Secretary of Defense who's kind of in charge of like the nuclear energy and stuff. Nuclear, he, he vanished just off the face of the earth and didn't tell the president. I think I would be a little, you know, ticked off. But Biden, oh, well, you know, it's. I you said who, Howard? Who? I, I support Mike. Yeah. No. Who? Oh, come on. See, I don't, that's not what I, it's not what I want to do. I don't want to create that uh, anti-Biden image, but we'll talk about this all with Tom Scateri. Tom works directly in the Pentagon every single day. Uh, he has been sending me the last, uh, all week this week, uh, direct updates every day about the story. Um, I think he, he's scratching his head like I am. It's like, what the, what the hell is going on here? So we'll talk about that with Tom coming up later on. Plus a lot of what's happening in West Virginia of the filing day and on the legislature and so on. Right now, though, let's see what's happening around the upper Ohio Valley. Taylor Long is working for us in the Ohio Valley newsroom of WTRF-TV. Good Tuesday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this January the 9th. Across the mountain state, in anticipation of severe weather today, Governor Justice has declared a state of preparedness for all 55 counties in West Virginia. The National Weather Service warns of high winds, winter weather, and potential flooding. The weather system will bring mainly rain with possible slick conditions in the mountains due to a wintry mix turning into heavy rain. Power outages are also possible. The state of preparedness enables the West Virginia Emergency Management Division to respond quickly to emergencies. Be sure to stay with WTRF for all the latest weather updates. 
Staying in West Virginia, Governor Justice will declare his eighth and final State of the State address to a joint session of the West Virginia Legislature in the House of Delegates Chamber. The State of the State address is tomorrow at 7 p.m. We will be live streaming the address on our website, WTRF.com. 7 News is your local election headquarters. The 2024 campaign season in West Virginia has officially begun, with Monday marking the first day for candidates to file for office. And they are really lining up at the Capitol. Dozens of candidates from various parties running for a variety of offices in the Mountain State came to the Secretary of State's office to make it official and pay their filing fees. While they had pre-filed, yesterday was the first date across the state that you could make it official. Despite their partisan differences, they all have one thing in common, their desire to serve West Virginia. Candidates are able to file at the Secretary of State's office in Charleston and at satellite offices across the state until midnight on Saturday, January 27th. And the hearings to determine if Payton City and Payton City Municipal Water Works are classified as a distressed or failing utility have been postponed to January 29th. It was originally set up for Thursday. The Public Service Commission of West Virginia found the city provided inadequate notice to customers and did not comply with state law in its public notification about the hearings. The commission will be holding a comment hearing at 5.30 and the evidentiary hearing is at 1.30. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Tuesday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Get big savings on vinyl plank flooring right now at Menards. Update the floors in your home with Great Lakes Vinyl Plank. Heritage Vinyl Plank Flooring features an attached pad for added comfort and sound absorption. It's durable, waterproof, and easy to install. Heritage Vinyl Plank Flooring is perfect for active lifestyles. And right now, it's only $369 per square foot. Big buys, big savings. Right now at Menards. Price is good through January 14th. Save big money at Menards. In the heart of Ohio County, there's a leader who stands out from the rest. John Haglock, a dedicated public servant with a passion for keeping our community safe. With over 30 years of law enforcement experience, John Haglock is a seasoned professional who knows how to keep our community safe. John is not just a law enforcement veteran, he's a proud United States Army veteran, dedicated to the principles of duty, honor, and service to our great nation. John has also been a recipient of several prestigious awards, including including the West Virginia Prevention Resource Officer of the Year and the U.S. Attorney Champion for Children Award. Vote for experience, dedication, and a leader committed to serving the residents of Ohio County. Vote John Haglock for Sheriff. This advertisement was paid for by the committee to elect John Haglock Sheriff, David F. Cross Treasurer. On FM, on AM, online, on demand and on video we are where you are the watchdog morning show with howard monroe is here now i hurt myself today <laughs> to see if i still feel I focus on the pain The only thing that's I, real I'm sorry, I should not be the laughing. I'm, pal, I'm really should be laughing. I assume today's bumper music is somewhat, shall we say, autobiographical. Feel morning? the pain, Howard. Feel yeah. the pain. Mr. Slider had a uh, little incident where his... Uh, 
Self-inflicted. His, his, his neck got kind of racked out of joint, and he's been in a little bit of pain for the last couple of days. So apparently our bumper, we will have pain bumper music uh, throughout the morning this morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It is 7.40, of the hour. We were talking about the Sopranos. <clears throat> you got to love people who can find a way to turn any subject, Bob, into their pet peeve. So I got a text from our good friend Abe. Good morning, Abe. Anyone but Elliot is what it stands for. Good morning, Mr. Monroe. Thoughts regarding the Sopranos? There's no question Tony Soprano would have serious problems with Wheeling's current mayor, Glenn Elliott. 125 days, Wheeling might survive his legacy. Uh, sometimes I get frustrated with Abe because he does. On the other hand, i, I got to give him credit, right? We were talking with the Sopranos, so instead of just jumping in with something out of order... He makes the Sopranos part of his, of his daily diatribe against Glenn Elliott. So, Abe, I, I give you credit for cleverness, if nothing else. 741-19 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, it is raining, and it is raining hard outside. I mean, it was a torrential—I won't call it a torrential downpour. It was a heady, heavy, steady, soaking rain when I came in this morning, and we're going to see rain most of the day. Adam is here from the Big 7 to talk about this. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Howard. How are you? If we were a few degrees uh, cooler, uh, this could be a problem, right? I mean, honestly, it was a problem in some spots this morning. That's what I don't Bob know said. how early. Yeah. Both of you were out the door. Like, Taylor had issues coming in. They had snow in St. Clairsville. Rebecca had slush and ice coming in from Pennsylvania. I saw reports, especially north of I-70, <clears> where we had some slush and ice. But at this point, everyone's seen rain. But we're seeing a lot of rain, at least here at the downtown studios. Mm -hmm. We're seeing a lot of rain. It's that really, I won't call it a torrential downpour, I corrected myself, but it's a really heavy, soaking rain that's coming down. Among other things, watch out. Um, I didn't see any, I mean, the roads aren't slippery, but I saw a lot of puddling on the roads. Mm -hmm. We've already, like, I'm looking at the Ohio County Airport Station. We've already seen a half an inch, and it's only 742 today. Ah, okay. And it's going to rain till dinner time. We've already seen a lot, yep. and there's still more to come. We are not anticipating it turning to snow, at least not today, though. It's actually going to warm up fairly nicely today, right? Yes. So it's your typical, it's, we're going to warm up. Our high is actually not going to be until after sunset, though. Oh. As the rain continues to move in, the system pushes in. Our high temperature actually should be somewhere between 8 and 10 p.m., and it's going to be about 50, 54 degrees in spot. Okay. What it was, but what will the daytime, you know, if I can call it that, what will the, the average daytime high be? You know, three o'clock in the afternoon, something like. What are we in? We'll be in the forties, I guess, maybe. So by ten a.m., we should be in the forties. I would call <clears> that lunchtime. So noon to two, we'll be in the mid forties, like forty-six, and then by dinner time, we'll be trying to push fifty. Okay. Now, the rain uh, is not our only problem today. Uh, winds are going to be pretty high as well. Yep. We're going to, well, I mean, we're already starting to see them kick in a little bit. Some gusts of up to 30. So we're going to see sustained winds of 20 to 30. That's enough to see some signs start to sway a little bit. But we could get some gusts of up to 50, especially here in the Panhandle. So parts of Wetzel, Marshall, Ohio, Brook, and Hancock counties were under a wind advisory at 7 p.m. This means we could see gusts over 50 miles an hour that could cause dead tree branches or any small limbs to come down that could cause a small, like, 
that could cause an isolated power outage. Okay. Not widespread, but just that local threat, especially if you have anything loose outside that's likely going to blow around. All right, so snow could mix in tomorrow, right? Yep, we're going to watch our temperatures after midnight, though, so we're going to warm up to the 50s tonight, but we're going to drop throughout the day tomorrow, so I guess it balances itself out. We're going to start right around 40, and we're going to drop to the low 30s by evening, so it's not going to be a quick drop like we have been seeing recently. It's going to be just a slow decrease through the 30s, but as the day goes on, we're going to watch snow showers start to mix back in, but nothing that's really going to accumulate since it's so warm tonight. And that rain-snow mix kind of sort of on and off with us much of the week, too, or at least for the next couple of days, right? Yep. I would say every day at least has a slight chance to see either rain or snow. The least likely day is Thursday. We're going to be partly cloudy in the 40s, but with cloud cover in the morning, can't roll out a few flurries or a stray snow shower before lunchtime on Thursday with sunshine for the afternoon. Friday, most of Friday, I do expect to stay dry. Anything we see is not towards that during time, time frame and on, and that's going to be entirely rain until we see a few more lake effects, no showers moving Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Um, so it's just going to be kind of a crappy week, really. If you want to put it that way, I'm trying to keep it positive. We're going to be in the 50s today, and we're going to be in the 40s, so there's a positive there. <laughs> Well, I'm uh, Bob and I are both uh, Sopranos fans, and this week is the 25th anniversary of the TV show The Sopranos, and they're doing a uh, uh, on Max stream the streaming service Max. They're doing a week long tribute to The Sopranos with deleted scenes and special episodes and so on. A day like today, I'm thinking about just going home, wrapping up, and letting the rain pound down outside and watch The Sopranos. It's my kind of day. Honestly, that's basically going to be the week. So if that, you want to make that your plan for the week, I can hop on board with that. <laughs> and Adam, looking ahead to next week, we're, we're still looking at some really cold uh, temperatures next week, correct? It's looking cold, honestly, unfortunately. Saturday night into Sunday, Sunday night into Monday, we'll be in the low teens. Even possibly Monday and Tuesday, we could see our overnight lows in the single digits with highs in the low 20s, maybe even the upper teens. So it's going to be cold. <laughs> Well, we'll get, have to get used to it. It's cold, and Bob and I are getting used to it because it's cold here in the studio all the time. So we're we're learning to deal with that, to deal to deal with the cold. Adam, I oh um I didn't I I should have and I have not checked the your website. We have some school delays today, or not necessarily immediate Wheeling area, but in the outlying areas. Is that right? Uh, there's a decent amount. So let me pull that up really quick. We have 35 currently, so. I'm pretty sure every county has some. Okay. I'm just not noticing any for Tiber County, but Wetzel County has some. I know Ohio County is on a two-hour delay. Uh, Noble, Marshall County Schools, Jefferson County Schools, Harris. Basically, unless you're in Tyler County, your school likely has a delay <laughs> if you're a public school. <laughs> if you, if the schools will contact you, of course, but if you, if you haven't heard anything, just check out the Channel 7 web, website, WTRF.com, and the delays and cancellations are there. Adam, always good talking to you, my friend, uh, in this rainy day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. All right, so we do have some school delays and cancellations. I don't have any cancellations, but at least some delays around the upper Ohio Valley. And I have not, ch I, I need to be honest with you, I have not looked at that list. I guess I should do that just to double check. Um, I was, I was, I, you know, Bob, I'm, I'm part of a couple of, of um, online groups that are radio groups. 
There was a big debate going on last night about whether or not uh, radio stations still should put out the list. Remember the old days we'd put out, you know, every 15 minutes we would run down every single school that was delayed. But these days most people get an alert from their own school system. Yeah, I mean, I think both of my boys, it's been a while, uh, when uh, they went to Wheeling Central, you would get uh, a ping, right. you know, early in the morning, you look and it would tell you what the deal was. Yeah, exactly. So um, I I have not, I will do that because some people don't get that. And even if you don't have kids in school, you might want to know. I, I have not checked the school delays and that's my fault, uh, but I'll do that. You want to dig out Snowbird, Howard? Do you think we ought to maybe see if we can find Snowbird? Well, I think that's trademarked for somebody else, but we could have, what, what could we what was have? It, what, wasn't that our oh, thing? Wait, wait a minute, we could have the Snow Dog. Oh, yeah, there you go. We got the, the Watchdog, <laughs> we could have the Snow Dog. Ruff, ruff. Yeah, there we go. I like that. I like, can I hear that again? <laughs> that's it the snow dog we'll bring him out all right 7 49 11 till the hour here on the watchdog morning show uh, i want to get to the mary lou retton story coming up a little bit later on who filed for office no big surprises in west virginia but we'll talk about who did file yesterday um and um bob has sports that's coming up next a serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries what if you cannot return to work how do you take care of your family if you're disabled at Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Toyota's national sales event is on, making now the best time to save big at your Toyota dealer. With available APR financing as low as 1.9% on select new 2022 fuel-efficient Camrys, Corollas, RAV4s, and Highlanders. Or go off-road in a rugged Tacoma or Tundra, also with low financing available to qualified buyers. Visit buyatoyota.com for more. Not all buyers will qualify for special APR financing from Toyota. See your dealer for details. Hurry, Toyota's national sales event ends September 6th. Toyota, let's go places. Hello, Ohio Valley. This is Kate Delaney inviting you to join me overnight here on The Watchdog. Whether it's talking to big names in entertainment or sports, discussing the latest political news, or just chatting about life, I'll be here to keep you company on The Watchdog. WVLY AM 1370, FM 97.7, or online at watchdognetwork.com. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Live and local, every weekday, with 10,000 watts of total power on WKKX and WVLY. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Goes away in the air, and you could have it all.
That's some powerful stuff there, Howard. Holy mackerel. The man in black, Johnny Cash, 8 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, in honor of Bob having pain this morning, we're having songs full of pain today. Uh, off the Frio Stack auction service text line at 304-214-1600, uh, referencing that. Bobby, you got to stop hanging out with Howie. <laughs> You're starting to fall apart just like he does. Howard wasn't there. I wish I could blame it on him. I just, uh, it was just one of those things. You just had to be there to really believe it. Did you go out? I, I dropped to my knees, and I take pride, and I know it's silly pride, but I don't drop. If you're going to hit me, then go ahead and hit me. I'm not going anywhere. That's yeah. the, And I try to go through life like this. This was not one of those times, Howard. What I did, I ran into a stainless steel box. I either was with your neck. I either raised up underneath of it or walked right into it. It was totally my fault. And the sharp corner of that stainless steel box hit right where picture Mr. Spock. Whatever yeah. that thing that he <laughs> the, was the grabbing. Vulcan, the Vulcan nerve pinch. That yeah. is what I hit that corner off of. And again, before I even knew what happened, I was on both of my knees trying to figure out what the hell I just did. And it's very painful. The Vulcan nerve pinch is, of course, fictitious. No, it isn't. But it's but it's but it, it is based on theory. Okay. There there is in that part of the. Let neck, me come in there and grab you by that, Howard. There, I think I know where that spot is. There now. is a nerve in that part of the neck that is very sensitive, and if you tender as hell, yeah, pinch it the right way. So, well, afraid to ask this question. Have you found any pain pills? A couple. I need more. <laughs> I need more because, again, it is the only thing that helps. It's one of those pains where you just go out of your mind. You just, you know, you try to sit really, really still not to aggravate it, but it, it, it's really hard to, to do when you're, you know, you're dealing with those nerves. I don't think I did anything really, really serious. You didn't break your neck or No, anything. I don't think I broke my neck, but, man, it feels like it. It feels like somebody shot me right there <laughs> below my shoulder blade out. Six before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Time for pain and all. Slider on sports. Thank you, Howard. Last night in Houston, Texas, the Michigan Wolverines defeat the Washington Huskies 34-13, becoming football's national champions. Between the recruiting violations and the sign-stealing scandal, this appears to be head coach Jim Harbaugh's last game at Michigan. The Wolverines go 15-0. Michigan running back Blake Corum was named offensive MVP. Wolverine defensive back Will Johnson was the def defensive most valuable player. Here are the odds for this week's NFL playoff matchups. Saturday, Cleveland at Houston. It's a 4.30 kickoff. The Browns two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. The late game Saturday night, Miami at Kansas City. The Chiefs at home favored by three-and-a-half. Sunday, 1 o'clock kickoff, Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Geez, Howard, it's a big number. The Bills are 10-point favorites wow. at home. Yeah, wow. The 4.30 game on Sunday, Green Bay at Dallas. The Cowboys, seven-and-a-half-point favorites. I think that's too high there, but we'll get into that on Saturday. Good old boys on sports. The late game, 8 o'clock kickoff, the L.A. Rams in Detroit. Lions, three-and-a-half-point favorites. And then on Monday night, Philadelphia at Tampa Bay. The Eagles on the road. They are favored by two-and-a-half points. As far as movement among NFL coaches, the Washington Commanders fired their head coach, Ron Rivera, yesterday. Washington ended their se uh, season on an eight-game losing streak and finishing at 4-13. and 13. The Commanders own the second pick in this year's NFL draft. 
No news yesterday on whether head coach Bill Belichick will return to New England. Belichick, 71 years old, have has been the Patriot head coach for the last 24 years. Mm-hmm. Last night in Philadelphia, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Why do I keep saying the Pirates? <laughs> last night in Philadelphia, the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Penguins snapped a two-game losing streak, beating the Flyers 4-1. to Ricard Raquel started the scoring with a Pittsburgh power play goal. Evgeny Malkin, with a goal and an assist, was the game's number one star. For lots of sports conversation, tune in this afternoon, 12 to 3, on the Watchdog Radio Network right here. For the Pine Rim Podcast, Coach, Jub, Jared, and Matt, all those guys here in the studio, the Pine Rim Boys, from noon to 3 on the Watchdog Radio Network. Slatter on Sports Time, 7.57. See where Bubba's Burgers up at the Highlands is not going to sell buffalo sauce until after the weekend. All right, Bubba. <laughs> That's their, uh, they will not sell their buffalo sauce this weekend. Uh, you can order any other flavor. We will not sell buffalo sauce all week long. Um, they also will not do their buffalo. Uh, they do a buffalo dip up there. No buffalo. In honor get that of, buffalo off my plate. Get that buffalo off my plate until the end of the game. Then you can. <laughs> then the game, have all you want. I'll <laughs> be back. So, Bubba's Burgers of the Highlands. That's a clever promotion. I, I'm, you know, I really want to see Bubba succeed. They've they've been trying so hard, and it's been a difficult time. They've been in a bad location from the beginning, and. Um, and they've gone on social media and talked about how, you know, it's been tough. But what they haven't done is whine. That's what my, that's why I really want to see them succeed. They haven't whined. Have you noticed that? In fact, there have been a couple, and I'm not going to mention who, there have been a couple of restaurants in the last, what, six months or so who have been whiners. I don't know why. We just can't do it. And then there are people like Bubba's Burgers. Matt Welsh. Matt, I was just going to say, Matt, uh, who, who say, you know what? I'm not crying. Yeah, it'll be okay. We're gonna have, we're, we got to work harder. Got to get more of you people in here. Um, but uh, but all will be well. So that's why I I, I think it's clever that Bubba's is doing that. But I want to really give them a big push and a big plug because you know good for them. They're not whiners. They're trying to. They say hey, things aren't good. Things aren't good. But you know what? That's the way business is. Things aren't good sometimes. You got to figure out what to do. So good for them. Uh, now, unless you like buffalo sauce, and then uh, that's probably not this week to or take it with you. Yeah, take it. Just take it. I don't know. Can you bring your own? I have to check with that. Can you bring your own <laughs> buffalo sauce? B, it's a BYOB, Howard. BYO buffalo. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> exactly. All right. Coming up next hour, Tom Scateri is with us. We're going to talk about this uh, weird story of the Secretary of Defense having uh, gone into the hospital, not told almost anybody, including the president. Uh, how's that going to work out? How's it going to play out politically? Uh, and also, what is wrong with him? As far as I know, we don't know what's wrong with him. He went in, uh, was released, went back with pain. Is still there, I understand it. I don't know. Tom's got all of that for us. And Mary Lou Retton spoke out to the Today Show yesterday about uh, her illness she had. It was called pneumonia. But, man, the story she told was a was a bad one. I mean, uh, they th- I mean, thought near... It was sad, but part of me kept thinking, are they over-exaggerating? She said she was near death. She's still wearing oxygen. She, yeah, exactly. We'll talk about that and more. Coming up here on the Watchdog Morning Show, it's just about 8 o'clock, my friends. It is raining. It's raining hard. We're roaming right around 34, 35 degrees everywhere. I will make you hurt If I could start again A million 
favorite WKKX Wheeling. FM 97.7 AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville.